What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freedom Investor Friday. I'm your host, John Pearl. And on Fridays, I like to talk about the steps that I'm going through in my real estate investing journey, some of the key areas that I'm coming across, the lessons learned as I continue on my journey towards financial freedom. I work at a nuclear power plant on the central coast of California, Diablo Canyon Power Plant, which is set to, it was set to shut down in 2025. And recently there have been an effort to extend the life of the plant to 2030. Now, the way I understand it, that's not official yet, but as far as my plan goes, my plan is still to be financially free, living off of income from my real estate investments by 2025. I can't rely on the fact that the plant will stay open for another five years until 2030. And even if it does, that doesn't change much for me. It gives me more of a buffer zone, but I'm still going to be too young to dip into any sort of retirement fund or anything like that. But today I want to talk about financial literacy and how financial literacy or a strong understanding of personal finances is the foundation to generating wealth and investing in something like real estate. So if you don't have any money saved up, then you don't have any money to invest. And where that starts is with financial literacy. And to me, the foundation of financial literacy is understanding assets versus liabilities. So an asset is something that will put money in your pockets and a liability is something that will take money out of your pockets. That's the easiest way that I've learned to think about it. So in my definition, an asset is something like real estate or an investment like stocks, crypto, I consider more of a speculation, but anything that's going to grow wealth. And liabilities are things like cars or boats or anything that's going to be a monthly expense, something that you're going to have to pay money for. Now, the argument of whether you purchase a house and your personal residence, not an investment property, there's an argument whether that is to be considered an asset versus a liability. I tend to believe that it's an asset because that is how I have. I've been able to use my personal residences here in coastal California, and the value of it has appreciated pretty quickly. And I've been able to conduct what I like to call a live-in flip, where we live in the house and we make some improvements to it. And then we moved a couple of years later and we were able to take out a significant amount of equity and deploy that money into other investments such as other real estate investments, syndications, passive investments. But back to assets versus liabilities. It doesn't really matter what you consider your personal residence. It just matters that you understand the general definition of assets versus liabilities. And more importantly than understanding that is the fact that you get a firm grasp of your spending, of your personal ledger. It wasn't until I was about couple years after college when I really needed to start paying attention to my spending. I had a lot of student loan debt. And so I got to the point where I needed to cut my spending, cut my expenses in an extreme way and 
dedicate all the money that I was making to paying off my debts. And that was the beginning of my journey with personal finance and getting a found, sound understanding of it. So you need to treat your life like a business, your expenses, your personal ledger, your bank account statement. You need to treat it like a business. You need to know what you're spending your money on and whether or not it's smart to be spending your money on these things. If you're anything like me, then there's been many times in your life where you start to increase those little seemingly cheap monthly subscriptions, whatever it may be, gym memberships, Netflix, Amazon Prime, anything. They creep up and they add up over time. And eventually you may not be using some of that stuff and it's going to ultimately add up and make you force you to pay for things that you're not using that you don't need to be spending money on. So treating your personal ledger like a business is absolutely of the utmost importance. You need to know where your money is going. And then once you actually start paying attention to that, I find with myself at least that you're going to want to cut some of those things out of there. So an easy way to do this is just to review your bank statements and see where this where your money is actually going. And then you can make the decision of whether or not all of that stuff is actually important to be spending your money on. The next concept that I like to speak about is the, the topic of keeping up with the Joneses. And I have personally been very guilty of this in the past. It wasn't until I started getting interested in real estate investing that I really started keeping a strong grasp of what my, where my money was going. I was doing an okay job of it, but then when I actually started making some good money, then the flashy things started catching my attention more. And then when real estate crept in, then I came to my good sense, good senses with it. But the question to ask yourself is, why are you buying these things? And I think there, there's definitely a certain point to where it makes sense to buy some of these things. And that's once you, in my opinion, what my goal is to have my investments providing passive cash flow and then my cash flow can pay for these things like the nicer cars or the nicer vacations things like that the nice clothes all of that kind of stuff so right now if you are in the w2 world and you're paying for all of these different expenses liabilities whatever it may be you should ask yourself why is it that you're doing this are you trying to impress somebody are you doing it for yourself? Do you care so much about what other people think of you that you need to go out and buy the more expensive, whatever it is, car, watch, phone? So that's a good question to ask yourself. And it's something I ask myself regularly. And I recommend you do the same. So anyways, that's all I've got for today. I recommend that you take a look at your bank statements on a monthly basis. If you're married or have a spouse or a partner, Check in with them about it, get on the same page and figure out what you really want to do over the next few years financially and set some goals for yourself and try to stick to those goals. It really will change your financial outlook in a great way. Anyways, if anybody has any questions, I'd love to connect. I'm active on LinkedIn, Instagram, John T. Pearl. Take care. I'll see you next time.